Hello and welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Loki. We are halfway through our first season. This is episode three, Lamentis, written by Bisha K. Ali, directed once again by Kate Heron. I give this episode an eight out of ten. I really like the uh, cinematography. It's a lot of bright colors. A little dark in some places, but I'm starting to get more adjusted to this being the tone (laughs) the actual filter tone of the show so it's becoming easier but a lot of um or a few i should say scenes were a little jumbled for my mind but that's just because you need to go back and watch it because there's a lot going on but for the most part i enjoyed this episode um we got to meet our variant learn a little bit more about sylvie Tom is always a pleasure, and we got to see him sing in this episode. I will say it was more of a getting to know you, escape from a situation type of episode. There was a touch of the mystery aspect of what's going on with the TVA, but I will say after three episodes, man, do I miss Mobius. (laughs) I miss him quite a bit. Uh, His banter with Loki is just fun. And while Sylvie had a different characterization, it wasn't as spark field (laughs) as the interactions we've seen prior. So there was a little bit of sadness. But hopefully we get back to the TVA next week because I do want to know more about this larger world, even though we got a small snippet of what Sylvie's objection or objectives are it feels as if this is exactly what Loki wanted as I stated last episode and I'm not sure why they wouldn't be teaming up together <laughs> it makes a lot more sense to me <laughs> if they're on the same track mind why they wouldn't find a way to do this together but we shall see let's go ahead and jump into the recap we start with Sylvie Prior to Loki arriving, she is using previous memories to get close to the abducted guard, aka Sasha Lane, so that she can find out where the timekeepers are. You go to the gold elevators. Now, she tries to get more information about the timekeepers, but the guard seems to realize that she's in a memory and she doesn't know this other person. She does love margaritas. But as uh, Loki and the crew arrive, that's how the episode begins. She escapes to the Time Bureau. That's where she went through that uh, portal and kicks a major booty while there. With Loki following in her wake, but not before retrieving his knives from the locker. He proposes working together, but she declines. So he wants to take her out. So that he can meet the timekeepers. Either we're going to do this my way. <laughs> or we're going to do this my way. Renslayer shows up briefly. And to escape her wrath. Loki helps both he and Sylvie escape. Though Renslayer did see that Loki was fighting the variant. A.K.A. Sylvie. I'm not sure if that's going to come into play. Because he did you know betray them once again (laughs) and technically you know he should be 
ghosted out of existence this was his last chance but i have a feeling that this bombshell he learns is going to be a saving grace um i have a lot of questions regarding renslayer i hope we get a lot more information because with this reveal of who the agents are at the tva i'm wondering her being at the top what she know about all this however both loki and sylvie end up in 2077 where a moon is about to destroy the planet lamentus where everyone dies of all the apocalypses this is the very worst they could have ended up at loki has the tempo pad which he will not or is it tempo pad or tent pad <laughs> which is kind of sounds like tampon now <laughs> i can't get it out of my head unfortunately it's got no charge morty it's got no charge and thus they need a power source to charge it he hides it away so that they have to team up to save each other because i have what you need you know how to charge the thing there's meteors running down on them he saves or she saves him he saves her even though she's like i didn't need your help he's like you're so weird they head to a mining shed where they must hold up as they both catch their breath she tries to enchant him but it doesn't work because his mind is too strong he says they are both very much selfish untrustworthy people and it can t- you can tell by their interactions they're just trying to fight each other they're not trying to fight they're just trying to be hot asses hot asses they are that as well but hot heads with each other instead of being rational but she also doesn't consider herself a loki which is interesting she had this plan in motion to bomb the timeline for years and intends to finish what she started as soon as the temp pad is charged so off they go to head into town they are discussing what makes a loki a loki independence authority style plan to destroy the timekeepers and create a power vacuum then walk away is not very loki like but she says she is not him the purple aesthetic is very pretty this is very much a proud (laughs) episode a lot of bright colors uh, a pride if you will a lot of bright colors i loved all that they head into town where it's abandoned she tried to trick loki into handing up the tin pad but fails and thus tells him since you're not tech savvy don't give out ideas they run into a woman hold up and while brute force doesn't work neither does diplomacy or guile as both are blasted on they ass she tells them they're devils but does give up the location of the ark which is a train only the select few get to evacuate to i'm not surprised motherfuckers as they pass through the line of all the people that's not about to get on this train was there a purpose to showing that one lady being like we've been waiting forever some people said that was b14 hunter b14 i did not see the resemblance (laughs) so they're not saying that because she's black but um however i really felt bad for those poor souls that can't be saved which is rather morbid (laughs) that's the like we're gonna hijack their power source the only power source that is gonna like it it definitely puts in perspective what loki's 
and I say that in plural, goals are and how it doesn't necessarily <laughs> bend on a heroic type of, you know, they've already died. This is their apocalypse. I get that part. But, you know, it's kind of like Amos. We all love Amos from uh, Expanse if you watch that show. But we know that Amos does things that, eh, you know, it's not to say they're horrid, but it's not to say they're great. And he himself knows this. I hate when people are like, well, I want to justify all the bad things. No, they know what they are. You don't need to find reasons to justify their existence. It's not, they're supposed to be flawed individuals. It's the heart in there that makes them want you to root for them. That doesn't mean that that you need to excuse away what their flaws are. No, let people be people. (laughs) Loki is always himself. He feigns being a guard escorting Sylvie that gets them on instead of just beat up everybody. But Sylvie has to enchant the guard to bypass the ticket conundrum. Loki is much better at magic than Sylvie and we find out why. As they catch a booth to chat, he tells her his mother taught him magic. Sylvie's mother died while she was young and she barely recalls her. She also was told she was adopted while he was not. His mama was all things good, the queen of Asgard. She believed in her son who could do anything, including orchestrate events that led to her murder. (laughs) This makes a lot of sense too, because we saw that he was very close to his mother. And of course she would have a lot of influence on him. I think she's, the foremost influence on him still being that that heart that's still in there he drinks champagne and since she does not drink drink her champagne after showing her fireworks and learn sylvie had to teach herself how to project illusions and also magic they stumble upon the subject of their love lives after she tells him love can be hate because the woman decided to stay Uh, it also can be work she admits to having some casual affairs she asks about his love life he canically comes out as i don't like to say come out he canically is stated as bisexual because it's been known and i know that this was a huge win for the lbgt community and i'm happy for them especially during pride month (laughs) um and the thing about it is and i hate this I really do hate humanity sometimes, but if you go back in our history, (laughs) being bisexual was kind of a thing. Like, yeah, messing around with little boys and some of the Roman ideals of bisexuality uh, were a little skewed, sure, but it's been happening since the dawn of time, and it wasn't even... um, the only people that really ever put shame upon it was religious folks and then after the fall of the roman or byzantine empire christianity became well that's the same byzantine was christianity what am i speaking basically since christianity came about as the dominant religion that's when it became oh so terrible a thing and we have to do marches and protests just to get equal rights for something that was established way be- I mean you really think I mean if you go back to cavemen go back to that shit man 
men on men used to sit and groom each other because sexual fluidity was not a thing these are words that man does and puts out there and then uh, let's just not go into the rabbit hole what i'm trying to make the point is is that it's a shame in 2021 that people need to feel this type of validation because it's so readily and easily considered something that doesn't need to be recognized as something equal to or just as important i'm i'm really butchering it all but (laughs) all of my words to express what i'm feeling but it's mostly hey i'm glad that loki came out as bisexual i've always known him to be bisexual if not pan or tran whatever label he is all of the things he's a god um so for marvel to have the balls to at least be like well it's not going to be inferred like with uh what's their character in thor i don't remember but that was an infer the actress came out and more talked about it and the show is being like no this is exactly it we have a bisexual hero or protagonist well uh well both have not found anything real and uh i'm with you (laughs) maybe we can find something real together and i think that's where they were going and we'll talk about that in a bit actually in this next paragraph so while sylvie sleeps loki rests his way this involves getting wasted totally relate to this like i know how people handle stress i'm like yeah just hand me a (laughs) or let me go out and be crazy like people handle things in different ways she wanted to sleep because she's a responsible person (laughs) loki's like um i had a whole different upbringing he is singing as guardian tales and while i don't see any romantic overtones or i had it there was a moment during the song where it got all silent he was staring at her and she was looking at him but then it felt at that moment to me kind of weird because you're falling in love you would be falling in love with yourself it's like if someone made a different version of me in a timeline i'm like yeah i want to fall in love with you a that would make all of the sense in the world (laughs) maybe kind of but just a little i don't know why i feel it's a little maybe it's just me but i'm kind of like you're just it's a copy of you then being like a sibling or a feeling of simpatico with the different versions of thyself is also love it doesn't need to be romantic and that's kind of where i was going with that and then i asked myself are we even exploring romance this season it feels a little short for any romantic intrigue but that's me i like build up she's like dude we were supposed to be laying low and now you put us on everyone's radar with this whole uh summer palooza train palooza thing you got going on sylvie has grown up being chased by the fascists she disparages him working for 
And I feel as if she doesn't realize you don't have a choice. Like, I didn't decide that I was going to do this. <laughs> Not really. My choices were death and figure out how to track you down. I've only been in this like five seconds. I don't know why you're putting all this on me. He finally realized, thinking about her question, love is an imaginary dagger. But when you reach for it, it will stab you. It's very morbid. <laughs> she tells him that's a terrible metaphor, which is full of shit. Which means he'll probably have either a good answer by the end of the season, or truly that is the answer. Because I can kind of get back behind what he's saying there. Uh, a little bit. He lost it. And that's how I feel too when I'm trying to make a metaphor. I'm like, man, this made all of the sense when it was in my brain. So I do believe that, you know, you might bleed a little bit reaching out for love. <laughs> and I've definitely felt the sting of those daggers in my side. That makes one a lot more cautious to try that once again. They get into another fight that is also well choreographed. It involves the actors. I do love, like, oh, I can't even remember her name in that, uh, shit. Falcon and Winter Soldier, that one actress, it seemed as if she was doing all her fight scenes. I like when you bring them and they're involved. There's also moments where I know they're staring at a green screen. Like that whole last fighting scene, while I liked it and I got it, I also very much felt like I was <laughs> in a green screen room and all of this was digitally added and that did take me out of it just a bit. I don't know if it could have been helped. Loki tosses a guard out of the window, but can't enjoy his victory long enough as he promptly follows. Later, bitch! Get fucked! Sylvie has to follow because Loki has the temp pad, but it's trashed. <laughs> he said this felt familiar. <laughs> He's always rolling around, getting fucked up. <laughs> she calls him not a serious person and a clown. He's like, I'm a god. I'm hedonistic. She tells him she can show him what hedonistic is, but never mind all that. We never compromise the mission. He's like, your mission is shit. Kind of feels rather obsolete. You're not about to just go up to the timekeepers and be like, bam, bam, I've destroyed you. Like, why do you think it would be that easy? They are now stuck on this dying planet and doomed to die. So she loses her cool. Loki contrites it's next to her and brings up the Ark actually surviving as something they can do to get off the planet and avoid death. As they trek it to where the last stop on the train track is or the next town. Um, we watched Tom be Tom when he rolled up his sleeves, which was very deliciously attractive to watch. I have never been so jealous of a shirt in my life she explains enchantment involves physical contact and entering the mind it's not easy to do this is the way for them to build trust by i tell you my tricks you tell me mine tell me yours but that strong ones are tricky as they are consciously with them and she must use the construct of memories which is what we saw her do earlier 
I'm guessing we're going to see Loki obtain this skill at some point. Maybe. I don't know. Just kind of feels like because he didn't know how to do it and he was asking questions that it might be a way for him to uh, to do something. Loki learns a bombshell secret though that the hunters, all of them are all TVA, are all humans plucked from Earth as variants because why not put them all together on a planet and make them of course correct their own mistakes. <laughs> it's a pretty effective way though having you chase your own kind it makes all of the sense in the way that Maeve said to Bernard in Westworld takes a thief to catch one he's appalled he's like they don't know that (laughs) I wonder if Renslayer knows as much that's why I was curious to learn more about her character because I kind of feel like she's been there we haven't gotten a lot of her poor Mobius though his glorious purpose wrecked now either the TVA destroys itself which seems rather soon this is within the Marvel timeline where we haven't even gotten close to the timekeepers yet I have a feeling until we hit Doctor Strange which I haven't even watched but I know he's big into that uh, (laughs) is when we'll start exploring even a little bit of that storyline because we just got done with Thanos and that was big considered the biggest threat in the universe and we see that isn't the biggest threat in the universe so I don't know if the TVA is just going to melt itself with this big revelation or bomb or if it's going to be handled at the people up top and then we might get our little suicide squad of people that are going to work with, from within to take down the big man. That sounds like a much more concrete idea. I've already heard people saying Sylvie ain't going to make it. I was like, damn, come on now. But at the same time, if those are humans, you are just killing them. <laughs> like that we can't if we can't forget that she has killed people and we know that loki is a killer himself yes we know that does not mean that you are she doesn't seem contrite though is what i'm trying to say um and i know just how these things work so i get people going there but i would prefer that she just like i don't know escapes off and finds a place where she might find some love like damn people love killing people off immediately like I don't want that to happen I like Sylvie I like her a lot I think that where she comes from is that much harder road like we don't all take like nature versus nurture right so we don't all take that same uh footprint in life what saved Loki is probably that relationship with his mother um his brother not willing or he had a real really close relationship with Thor too and because they didn't tell him he was adopted he didn't feel like an outsider for most of his life he felt like he belonged so he could not eradicate all that knowledge that came before that would put him in a much harder path and then you have the fact that she's been a variant being chased for much longer so she's gonna have much of an much more of an edge of a seriousness to her that Loki didn't get because he was allowed a little bit more cushion for his fall, if that makes sense. It's not to say he did not suffer, but his suffering was offset by positive experiences. Uh, Then we get to the end scene where it was well filmed, if a bit chaotic, as the planet is destroyed and they're trying to rush for this train. I'm not sure why there was the fights that there were with the agents because everyone looked up and saw that fucking planet being the moon cracking. I don't think that fighting other people would be on the radar as much as running for their lives. 
Loki stopping that building was so good. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, yummy. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum. But unfortunately, right when they almost think they're gonna make it, they don't make it. And you fail. Sylvie walks away in defeat, knowing this is death. <laughs> I'm guessing they're gonna be saved by death because most likely they're going to be captured i have a feeling that the time tba this is my prediction for next episode is going to end up retrieving them both of them because she can't die on this planet there's no way for her to get off and she might be jailed even though i don't that'd be sad if they no they wouldn't get rid of her right away would they or she somehow makes it away and he is brought before renslayer where he and he tells Mobius the bomb. And then that's where we start off our next amount of events. But I do feel as if she's still going to be on her goal. Nothing seems to want to be off track. So if she is captured, say put in prison. Because they do seem to have a justice system. <laughs> Even if it's a pretty... Um, what's the word? Rigged one. But she might be standing trial for her crimes. And while they're waiting on that, she'll probably uh, escape. And then we'll find out a little bit more about these timekeepers. Those are my predictions for right now. If I have to go based on <laughs> my previous knowledge of TV shows and what's currently happening. We do have feedback for this episode from Mimi. Let's jump in the mailbag. it's Mimi this is uh, my feedback for Loki season one episode three um, I have been watching this show I just I just have not been in the headspace to give feedback um, so I I am caught up now I've listened to the podcast so I was like let me just go ahead and send this um, before I forget, um, I'm sitting in the parking lot. I got to head into work pretty soon. So I'm going to try to make this um, as quick as possible. Um, first, I want to say um, I know Christina, love her some, some uh, Tom Hiddleston. And he's like the main character for Loki. Um, I don't know anything about the Loki lore. Like, I know he's a god. Like, Loki is an actual god, but I don't know any of the, like, like theories or legends or anything around it. Um, I don't know specifically what kind of god Loki even is. It, like, if it's Greek, if it's, you know, Roman, I have no idea. But I do know that there's literally people that uh, worship Loki. Um, and I know I've seen, I want to say maybe it was the second Thor. I know I've seen Ragnarok and then I saw another one. There's a bunch of them that I didn't see. Um, so I know Loki and Thor are brothers. And then it turned out Loki was adopted. 
he was a dark elf i i don't i don't remember it i know i'm making a fool of myself i have no idea um i assume he got magic he i know from watching this episode that he learned from his mom i think she was a witch but i'm not sure exactly how loki got his powers if it's something he was born with and she just taught him how to control it or if it's something she taught him because she wanted to pass something along to him like it it seems like loki is evil but then like he's not like so i i honestly never even know knew what to take from loki i will say it was sad when he died because it seemed like he was turning a new leaf um i don't know if he was supposed to be jealous of thor and it was making him act in the opposite if he didn't think his parents loved him i know he found out he was adopted later on like it's not something he knew um I'm not saying he should have looked at his family and been like something ain't right here somebody lying I'm not saying that but one could say that he didn't look like them <laughs> but I'm not I I don't know maybe someone else can shed some light I don't I guess I could look it up but I really don't want to so I really wasn't into Loki like when I saw that this was coming out I was like, oh, this is probably something uh, Christina's going to want to watch. I'll watch it. But I wasn't, I didn't have any expectations. I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, didn't he die? Like, I don't even know how we're supposed to watch him. But then again, the Black Widow has a a movie coming out. I don't think it came out yet. I'm never going to see it. So it doesn't matter. But, and and she died. So I was like, okay, maybe it's like going to be like, like how they got who to be who they are or maybe something happened and i completely forgot he grabbed that little cube and disappeared that should have that should have been my trigger right there oh that's what happens it's gonna be some type of aberration but they call it a variant um but um the first two episodes i'm not saying i wasn't interested but they were like ugh. i was like yeah i guess okay we're gonna watch loki battle himself oh my god so interesting um and then i'm assuming because like he wasn't okay i i don't understand how three people can be in charge of the entire universe's timeline i don't think like that in itself sounds asinine um so i i was like this sounds like a terrible idea and why do they get to dictate what is supposed to happen like so you're telling me tony stark was supposed to blip the world back and everything was supposed to stay the same but the people that that disappeared supposed to come back and the people that were here still aged five years you're telling me that was supposed to happen okay whatever i don't agree with that but you know, I, I guess we got three men making all the decisions. Of course, they agree with Tony Stark. Whatever. Um, I was like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. Maybe, you know, different versions of Loki going back cause different variants. I, I don't know. I was like, but this, I guess this could be interesting, but I wasn't a fan. Until episode two, when it was revealed that the Loki that we're... Um, dealing with is a female version of loki i don't know why but that twist it pulled me all the way in i loved it um it sounds like i i don't know exactly how this is gonna work and i don't know exactly you know what makes her a loki i know she she's her name is sylvia 
I think it's Sylvia. I feel like that's what it was. But it sounds like she was adopted. So I'm assuming Loki is the product of being adopted by Thor's family. So, you know, Loki being a guy only happened because Loki was that particular child was adopted by Thor's mom and dad, queen of king of what the hell? Ag- Agar? Agastar? What the hell is the name? I know it says an A. Whatever. It don't matter. Um, but that in itself really made me like all into this show. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I don't understand. But I genuinely am here for it. Um, I liked how <laughs> I like the dynamic between the Sylvia and Loki like she be calling him on his bullshit like when he he made a plan and she was he like uh she was like you know I'm gonna do this and do that he was like so you mean just gonna be going in there busting heads open and fighting and they were like if they want to make it difficult I mean we can do it if you want to go we can go <laughs> if you want to get crazy we can act crazy I was like oh my god I love her and he was like that's that's not how you do it watch this and then he like changed his uniform and she was like that looks like a stupid plan and then it was and she called him out was like you know plan has steps all you did was give yourself one of their uniforms that's not a plan that's that's an idea (laughs) she was not wrong and I like loved her I loved everything about her I know she's the villain but I can't help but agree with her like why do you guys get to determine what's a variant who put y'all in charge is the real question and who decide like how do y'all get to decide why the timeline has to say maybe the timeline being how it is is how you got in power and you don't want to change that because then you wouldn't be the one making decisions i just i don't understand how three people in the entire universe can determine what should happen and what shouldn't off your opinions like tell me why you picked this and why this has to happen in this I refuse to believe, I know I talk about this all the time, but for the life of me, this shit pisses me off that Tony Stark, I know he loved his daughter and he wanted to keep her, but why do you get to decide to bring everybody back and leave everything the way that it was? That five years is a long time and that that's supposed to happen? The Avengers are supposed to go back in time? Thor was supposed to, not Thor, Thanos was supposed to snap and bling everybody out of existence for five years. Like, seriously, that was supposed to happen? Bullshit. I don't believe you. It is clearly a reason that these three assholes trying to keep the timeline the way that it is. And then we got the reveal that the the timekeepers, not the timekeeper, the ver the work, the soldiers or whatever, they were human at some point and they it's been so long since they've been in servitude that they don't even remember their past lives like they were like they all think that they were created literally to be in this um time variant agency but that's not true that's you guys were human at one point and it's been hundreds of years that's why you don't remember it you you're being fed a bunch of lies like all this stuff lets me know clearly the timekeeper's full of shit and they're the ones that need to be stopped i'm not saying what old girl is doing is right just like carly from the uh the falcon and the winter soldier you're going about this very wrong like i i agree that 
three people shouldn't be in charge of the way the entire universe is determined that shit just don't sit right with me but you going around just killing folks because you don't like it setting folks on fire i think it was pretty dope how she was hiding out in apocalyptic worlds that was genius um but i'm gonna need you i'm gonna need you to tone it down girl and stop killing folks and i'm gonna need loki to stop acting like he know everything and sit and listen and get some get get some evidence get some things going get some plans and actions then do it because you have no idea what you're doing sir and it's hilarious to watch but now you guys have gotten stuck in this apocalyptic world and you broke the thing that y'all needed to get out and sylvia looked like she is just done like she just walked away like i've been there (laughs) i felt that walk away because i've been there um the last thing i want to talk about though is uh the fact that they were only letting the wealthy on that ship i was dying she was like you're only letting in the wealthy well bitch duh i don't care what planet i don't care what timeline i don't care what species you are people are trash of course they're letting the wealthy people on and then the thing that cracks me up is like a the soldiers y'all literally killing all these people trying to get on this ship they not letting you on so you going down this planet too that's 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 the first thing i want to talk about second thing i want to talk about you got all these wealthy people going to like they get on this ship and then they go to wherever none of y'all got no life skills y'all ain't going to know how to do shit you can't do anything for yourselves because you've been paying people to do it where exactly this civilization gonna go like y'all are dooming yourselves because y'all only taking rich people and you know the soldiers aren't there so what are y'all what exactly are y'all gonna do if that ship hadn't blown up they'd have went into space went to a different society and just perished because they have absolutely no life skills so it's probably a good thing that they all died because what else y'all gonna do um and then uh now i'm just curious to know what exactly is gonna happen and how they're gonna get off this planet that's about to die yeah so i'm gonna have to end it here before i make myself late to work so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was mimi with her thoughts on the episode (laughs) i have the hiccups i'm so sorry (laughs) and i want to get this out so i can go work out so i'm not gonna wait for me not to have the hiccups so you're just gonna hear it um what things did I note that I can talk about? <laughs> I was never into WandaVision. I know that's one of the ones that's out there, but I I was never a Scarlet Witch fan. Uh, I know she got trauma and all that shit, but girl, you did t- pick your man over fucking billions of lives. <laughs> and I can't not pretend as if, like, they be having people pop off, like you said, with the Tony Stark thing. Shit. Um yeah they be getting away with some shit (laughs) and people act like you can't clown them because they're the heroes but i'm like well you also selfish people and that's to be fair because we're people to be expected i should say but that's not gonna say i like you because of it i was never uh, a huge tony stark fan (laughs) that never was the case i was always captain america loki um everyone in wakanda (laughs) 
<laughs> and the new spider-man not any of the old versions of spider-man not toby mcguire not andrew garfield no the only spider-man that made sense to me was i can't remember his name shit he makes a great spider-man because he looks like the age in which he's supposed to be portraying that's the first part this is so terrible i can't believe i have hiccups <laughs> now in regards to this three people because you keep on going with this three people and you're not uh, googling anything so that's great so i don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole so I'll, I'll address your first question the only reason why i know anything about what they're going to reveal in the show um it's a lot more than let's just put it out there <laughs> it's a lot more going on than just three people sitting up is it starting with that idea yes but it's a lot a lot more crazy and if you think that timelines were cr crazy on the flash that's pretty much where we're going we're, we're fucking going into the multiverse now and it, it's 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 weird it's fucking crazy yes three people should not but there's a reason why <laughs> um gosh this sucks as far as is loki that where he stems from he's a norse god i do know that <laughs> from norse mythology it's not greek mythology some people like to conflate the two norse people norsemen are a completely different thor with the hammer like think vikings when you're thinking about Nor those gods so the thing about what i always liked about the norse gods versus a lot of the other gods is that well, actually, Greek gods are really good as well because they never made them like the difference between that and Christianity is Christianity, there's no flaws allowed. <laughs> and the other gods, they were very much like people. They weren't one thing or the other. <laughs> God damn it. This could be crazy. So he is the god of mischief. Um, and the reason why they say glorious purpose because he's burdened with it, with glorious purpose uh he is he believes that he is meant to be way better or he can be anything that he wants to be in the universe so that power vacuum that's where loki would put himself that's why he's like you're not like me <laughs> like even if what you're still like i agree with you on the whole plan of fuck up the timekeepers like that's gotta go but in the same w way there needs to be something in the power vacuum of that you can't just be like i want chaos for chaos sake there needs to be some control even if that control is under a more merciful god so to speak uh so there's a lot of things about loki that make him a different and more uh, relatable god because he's not he never was a fully good nor evil person that's his job his aim was always to create chaos um and yes he does he's not a uh he's actually not an as guardian god his father was one of the giants and his mother i believe she was kind of like a deity but yeah he was with those in in the movie i can't remember what they called them i <laughs> this is gonna be so bothersome but i can't stop now so yes he was adopted his parents do come from a different and that's why he can do the magic but his mom could do magic too so it's something that can be done by other species some people just do it better than others but yeah yeah got uh loki is is meant to be <laughs> 
all of the things in the universe that just is uh but it's not to say uh, one thing about too about his characterization is that he can change his shape and his sex so he is not canically a male figure he can be both female and male um he's devious he's a schemer he's a deceptionist but he's not um he's not a planner as you pointed out (laughs) that's probably why sylvie separates herself from him because she's trying she's trying to put out the ultimate chaos or create the ultimate chaos but that's not the solution and because and that's probably what all of the the loki's are right but again this is a different loki you probably have a different story is there more others who don't have a different story we don't know but yeah you're gonna learn a lot more about that i'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole because it's a, it's a lot and they change it in the show but just that's why i'm more interested in is once we get to renslayer because she's one of those upper tier characters <laughs> that knows a lot about a lot uh of what's going on so um i'll leave that there <laughs> since i really don't want to keep hiccuping this entire <laughs> feedback section <laughs> if you want to join in our conversation blackercouch at gmail.com you can also leave a comment below on this podcast my social media <laughs> will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and black girl magic <laughs>